Good morning. Good morning, Tanya Norwood. Good morning. Okay, so you guys, you are on the Against All Odds podcast, and we have a special guest with us today, Tanya Norwood. So I'm just going to give a intro, a small intro about her. But, um, you know, we talk about all things natural here. So good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever everyone is in their part of the world. And today our guest speaker is going to talk to us about leaving a love letter. So Tanya, you can kind of just jump in and tell us who you are and what leaving a love letter is all about. Absolutely. Uh, Good morning, Latoya. Thank you so much for having me on. So again, as she said, my name is Tanya Norwood. I am an entrepreneur. I am a speaker. I am an author. And in my business, one of the things that we help are individuals, families, business owners to do is to put a love letter uh, in place. And I want to say, LaToya, I was listening to your one of your podcasts and you were talking about leaving a legacy with uh, and, and in as I was listening, you were sharing about the legacy that your mother left you. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, it was kind of a surprise and but it was rewarding. So, yeah, I yeah. <laughs> It's something that I knew nothing about, and that's why I really wanted to have you on as a guest because it's very important. It's something that we all need to do, but a lot of times we just don't take that time to do it. And so, um, and would you just elaborate a little bit more so that your audience is clear on what you're sharing? Okay, well, what it was, my mother, she passed away when I was 21 years old unexpectedly in a car wreck. And um, to our surprise, she had everything planned out. We found a booklet that had all of the plans for her funeral, for things that were to go on as far as life affairs after she passed away. She had three insurance policies that were to be distributed to her six children. So it was a bittersweet moment for us because we were like she wasn't sick or anything she didn't have any ailments but she had all of this planned out she never talked to us about it so when the insurance guy came to us to let us know that we were going to be paid we were all crying and upset and you know confused like okay this is great because this will pay for her funeral and expenses and things but at the same time we almost kind of felt guilty (laughs) because um, it was like we were benefiting off of her death. And it took a change of mind and for me to really understand the importance of having insurance, having your affairs in place to realize it was it was a gift. It was a gift. And so that that's just kind of a little bit of my story. And. You know. and, and that's what I wanted your audience to, you know, hear, why I wanted your audience to hear the specifics. And you said a couple of things in there. It was a shift in mindset. And it definitely has to be that shift in our mindset because all too often uh, when we talk about uh, estate planning, which is the love letter I'm referring to, people are thinking, I'm not going to die. I've got a lot of time. Uh, you know, I don't want to do that. If I do it, I, I'm, you know, I am going to die. 
Yeah, and, those were my thoughts. <laughs> right. And and the, if the pen, if we didn't learn anything from the pandemic, what we did learn is that you are going to die. Right. And we're seeing more and more, not just because of the pandemic, just because of the social climate in which we live today, uh, that we could die at any moment. We could be young. Mm-hmm. Or we could be middle-aged or we could be old, like little babies are dying, um, elementary school children are dying. Uh, so it's inevitable. And as you said, just putting things in place. And I wanted to share um, before I share about around the love letter. So after I listened to your podcast about your mother and, you know, you had shared that piece with me and then you were sharing, you know, her legacy of who she was and in, in your life and what she left for you in that manner, I thought, oh, that was such a blessing. And it made me think about uh, my personal experience with my mother and I have a twin sister and we were in a single family home and my mother died when we were in the seventh grade. So now I don't know if my mother had a will or she didn't have a will um, because we were so young. All I recall is that we were able to go and stay with my um, sister. What I know today is though, when that love letter, as we like to uh, fondly refer to it, uh, when the will is not in place, that the parents or the grandparents or someone in the family cannot just step in. Right. Like they did years ago. Uh, children become wards of the state. Mm-hmm. And if you have more than one child, you know, so you were talking about it was bittersweet. So now imagine it was, if it's one child, it's traumatic. But now imagine how how even more traumatic would be if there's more than one child. So now brothers and sisters may not even get to go with each other when they go into become a part of the state system. Which is very important for me, which is why I really another reason I wanted to talk to you, because I have eight children and I would never want them, if something happens to me, to have to be divided up or trying to figure out, um, you know, who goes where. Um, granted, some four of my children are grown, but even still, like you said, if I don't have anything in place, do um, do they become a ward of the state or does it become up? you know kind of a custody issue i've seen a lot of things go wrong so and so that's why that love letter is in place and we say it's a love letter because what it's saying is and and again back to the mindset it's saying i was thinking about this before being proactive and i was thinking about you and Mm -hmm. so as your mother did she's like i want to demonstrate not just tell you that i love you but i want to demonstrate and i'm demonstrating not only while i'm alive and taking care of you but even when i'm no longer with you I'm demonstrating because love is an action word by having my affairs in order. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so she wrote it down and that's what the will is about. It's about what your wishes are for your family, for your property. And Latoya, you and I, we met through a business organization. uh, And so as business owners, we're building we're building our businesses. And as we're doing that labor of love, we would want if something should happen to us that our labor of love and the income that's being generated from it that it doesn't go to the state right or 40 percent of it goes to the state and then the rest of it gets caught up um because now you have to go through all the legal channels to get it released wow i can't even imagine that so um i'm definitely um You've definitely inspired me. Um, I've started getting my affairs in order. And I I had started previously, but I didn't 
put the official stamp on it and you know get things notarized and all of that stuff so now you have really put that spark in me so um i kudos to you i appreciate you for um being the person that is you know standing on the front line letting us as a community um as a people know that this is something that it doesn't have to be sad it doesn't have to be something that's um you know dreadful it should be a gift it should be like you said an act of love it's it it's an extension of our love that we show each other while we're still living absolutely and uh, <clears throat> what you said was uh when sharing your story about when your mother had everything in place it became uh sweet for you all and i'm sure a great relief to know that those monies were there now to be able to do the uh appropriate things as far as the burial and then maybe other things that needed to be taken care of financially and it wasn't going to be a burden to uh your brothers and sisters Right. It even gave us a, a hand up to move forward uh, because it, the, the amount was a large amount and it gave us a hand up to whether we wanted to invest, um, you know, to take another level, another step in our life. Yes, yes, and yes. And so that's what we offer as a, as a businesswoman with our company. That's what we do. We put our members in a position to get their will done. And we do it very uh, simplistically because I just heard you say that you were in the you know process of you know doing certain things and getting it notarized, notarized and also to make it so that it is um, legal and right legal and binding escape of words there and so we do all of that for our members and, and here's the really nice thing we do that will and we do a living will as well which is can be called an advanced directive so if someone goes into the hospital and you're talking about your mother having a serious accident do you want to resuscitate or do you not want to resuscitate and we got to see that firsthand I did in my family my husband is from the midwest and when his father uh, took ill and he had to go to back to his home uh, and his father was there in the hospital uh, of course he wants to keep his father alive but he, his father had that document in place and so they removed him from all of those wires and things and then nature took its course because dad's wishes were that I didn't he didn't want to be plugged up to all those wires and, and all of that but my father-in-law was able to make that decision while he was cognizant. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't fall upon my husband and his brother and his sister because if you have more than one person, there could be more than one thought process. Yeah, that in itself could be a challenge because you got different different opinions, different, you know, beliefs, different you know, everybody, even though you're siblings, it doesn't mean you think alike. So. Absolutely. And then what happens, unfortunately, something that should be drawing the family together is pulling the family apart. And while we know about forgiveness and we know that we should forgive, God is really the only one that forgives unconditionally. Absolutely. Human Absolutely. beings sometimes never forgive. And so a thing that really should be pulling the family together and bonding them can be very much pulling them apart. And I know that uh, uh, mothers and fathers would not want that and we wouldn't want that uh, either. And then the other documents that we provide for our members are the power of attorneys, the financial power of attorney and the medical power of attorney. So I'll go back to my father-in-law. So before my husband had to go physically out to the Midwest, uh, his father 
was having health challenges because that medical power of attorney was in place, naming my husband to be able to make decisions on his dad's behalf. He could pick up the telephone, interface with the doctors there in the Midwest, and there was lots of family there to see to his dad. So our lives didn't get interrupted in that moment. Yeah, that's, that's powerful. Yeah, Very is- powerful because we're living our lives, right? We are living our lives. So now I have to stop what I'm doing. Yeah. And nobody likes to talk about the, the truth um, of what really the dynamics of what it takes when something like this comes about. Yeah. So I'm loving that you're touching on all of those bases because this is this is what really happens. And we have to be honest with ourselves and say, OK, what really is the plan? What's the strategy while, like you said, while we're alive, well, cognizant. Cognizant, right. And then the financial power of attorney, we all like vacationing, right? And we're getting back to that now that things are lifting, thank the good Lord. And someone that you wouldn't want house sitting for you, someone that you wouldn't want walking your pet could be making your financial decisions. You're not physically dying. You are not physically dying, but you are not, uh, do not have the wherewithal to make your financial decisions. And here's the thing so someone may not be responsible so that's very problematic or they don't misappropriate your funds mean spend them and do other things with them they just don't do anything with them we know the story about the talents in the bible uh the person who buried the talent that wasn't a good thing (laughs) oh my gosh yes you i mean you are you are covering this on so many bases i love the fact that you are bringing the spiritual aspect into it and for because i like to tell my listeners and um, i like for people to understand everything happens in the spiritual before we see it in the natural so the fact that you can say if we are taking care of things spiritually spiritually we want to be in sound and in you know in in right order and we should be doing that as well in the natural you know um so i just I think this is a great thing and I want I'm so excited it's like how how do we get in touch with you how do we get our affairs in order how do we get our love letter um leaving a love letter how how, what do we need to do (laughs) so absolutely absolutely so very easy I'm going to give my website because on my website is my uh, telephone number is my uh, email and then the website has all of the information there as well very concise so people can go out take a look at it they can enroll themselves I get notified and I will be then in touch with them and what I absolutely love is that I'm servicing them I am not let me clarify I am not an attorney but I connect our members in with a provider law firm that is very proficient and doing the estate planning that can answer all of their questions. They make it very simplistic with the will questionnaire, six pages capturing information as we answer those questions because we want people to complete. We don't want them just to, you know, we want them to put that those documents in place, have them in their um, possession. So they do that questionnaire that makes it very simplistic. I tell my members the first two pages is informational and it's not like you're reading a novel, informational, and then it's like your name, your address, uh, just basic information. And then it goes into, you know, what are your... Uh, what are the names of your children? Uh, are you married? Are you divorced? My husband, we were talking recently because we're both uh, divorced, unfortunately, um, but remarried and God honors time.
time when we get on his page because December will be 26 years that we're in this marriage. Um, but we were talking and I was, yeah, I'm excited about that. He's, he's a keeper. Uh, and we were talking about that. And I said to him, I said, the will is so important because when it's not written down, uh, even though we're married all this time, the ex-spouse can come back into the picture and claim Oh my God. Can, can claim pension, can claim property. Oh my God. And people goodness. don't understand that. They're thinking, oh no, we're married. It, you know, we've got a marriage license. We, and it's the, the law is not, does not always make common sense. Oh my gosh. Well, that, that, I'm glad you threw that piece in there because that is something that is like a golden nugget right there because a lot of people don't even know that. And so, I mean, just connecting with you today as a person, um, and it wasn't just today, but I, I want people to be able to go and find Tanya Norwood. And so let me give you that information. Yes. Let me give you that uh, um, website. Very easy. T Norwood, T Norwood dot we are legal shield.com t norwood.wearelegalshield.com and latoya i'm going to go ahead and spell that because i learned years ago if anything's out of place you never find that website right, right. Uh, t for my nick first name t norwood n o r w o o d dot we w e r a r e we are legal l e g a l shield S-H-I-E-L-D.com. Tnorwood.wearelegalshield.com. Absolutely. Because as you said just a moment ago, uh, for everyone, but especially in community, uh, you're speaking to it. Uh, We know that uh, the Bible says that uh, God is not the author of confusion. He does everything decent and in order. Order. And and like your mother, she let a legacy were to leave an inheritance for our children's children. And we only get to do that, Latoya, when we write it down and so as you said we can be giving people a hand up and even if we don't have a lot we can just make sure that the transition of the individual you know that's as emotional as it's you know going to be but the transition afterwards can be uh, uh, as minimal as far as uh, emotional as possible I, I know I said a lot there but people are emotional over the loss of their loved one and now once the loved one the service and everything the homegoing service and all has taken place now the day-to-day living has to go on that can be minimalized and be a smooth transition as well when the love letter has been written and everything is in order thank you so much you guys y'all i mean this this uh, this has been a really informative and just it touched my heart on this one today i wasn't expecting all of what you gave us and i this is one for the books i will say you are great you put things in perspective really easy so for all my listening audience you guys please go follow her go get your affairs in order you know we try to talk about all things in life love life business health wealth spirituality but this one right here is really important so we are sending you guys off with peace blessings prosperity and asking you pleading with you to get your affairs in order while you're still alive this has been your girl l coming to you and i send you love and light blessings <laughs>